What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Better give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? Gods and monsters. Hello and welcome to Screaming Queens in the year of Brexit. (laughs) 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 I promised these boys that uh, we wouldn't mention Brexit once during tonight's podcast. So there we Um, go. Brexit, Brexit. There's got to be a horror film out soon about Brexit. I can't, I just can't not. Brexit is a horror film. I think every British horror film that's going to be made in the next 10 years will be about Brexit. To be fair, actually... Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, Go on, Jonathan Butler. <laughs> League of Gentlemen, that last season, League of Gentlemen was basically Brexit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. Um, I'm, my name's Jonathan Larkin. I'm Jonathan Butler. The Spoil- one going on about Brexit. Brexit. Spoiling it already. <laughs> <laughs> Start as the, as the year as you mean to go on. I'm Martin Fennessy. And I'm Stephen Moore. He's Stephen Moore, and he's in leather tonight. Feeling the earth. He's feeling his oats. Not really, though, is it? It's, well, it's vegan leather. It's vegan leather. Apart from the boots, but we don't talk about that. <coughs> Apart from the boots? I bought them before I was vegan. Oh, Doesn't matter. No, you can't. And they're far too fabulous to throw away. You can't. You've got to backdate your morals. <laughs> backdate your morals. Um, so, Happy New Year. Happy New Queer, everyone. Is that what we say now? I don't know. Happy New Queer. Well, with the podcast with the horror podcast with the queer eye view, so it has to be Happy New Queer from well from me at least. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the same amount of queers. It's the same old queers. <laughs> yeah. Really sorry about that. Um, 2018 was a good year for us. We had a good ending with the Wicker Man. We had lots of downloads and lots of lovely responses. So thank you everyone for your responses to our Wicker Man episode. Um, I think we all enjoyed that film as well, didn't we? We, yeah. all had a, we all had a really good time reviewing that one. What's not to love? Well, what, what's not to love? We all love Chitty Chitty Slap Slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a porn version of Chitty Chitty Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2018, in general, was a very good year for horror. And when you look back at the list of horror movies that came out in 2018, I, I was shocked at how many I've actually seen, because I usually think I'm crap when it comes to coming. I did quite well this year. Yeah. So we thought we'd go through them um, and review every film for an hour each. Non-stop. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. No, I, so I just thought what, what we'd do is we'd just have a little look back at the year and just just talk about what our favourite films were, what disappointed us, yeah. um, and just sort of celebrate a really good year of horror, just quite briefly, you know, as a little bonus to everyone. Nice way to start by looking backwards. Um, so 
I've made a little list of the things I've watched. So should we just do lists? Should we just go around and do our, our list quickly? I'm so, just trying to find my list now. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm saying <laughs> list every two seconds just to highlight the fact that Jonathan Butler didn't make one. I've been busy. I did my homework and he never. <laughs> Wow, first time for everything. <laughs> Jonathan and Stephen switched heads over the year. So, so right, I watched Winchester, The Nun, The Strangers, The Meg, Suspiria, Terrifier, Terrified, Halloween, Annihilation, Apostle, Ghost Stories, Hereditary, Revenge, Mandy. Cam and A Quiet Place. That's like four. I've watched 14 new films in the last year. I think I did quite well there. How many did you watch, Martin? Have we counted Bird Boxes last year or this year? Well, so. It was last year, wasn't it? We should also talk about Bird Box as well. well right. Okay, so I did 15. <laughs> so, go on, what did you watch? Um, go on. Oh, sorry, I'm, I was just about to say I'm not in competition. <laughs> <laughs> you never Ten. Ten. Which ones did you watch? Um, Apostle, Halloween, Suspiria, Strangers, Bird, Bath. <laughs> bath. Right, I'm counting Bird Bath as well. Then. Mandy, Hereditary, yeah. Ghost Stories, The Nun, and Winchester. Didn't you also watch House of Jackal, though? Oh, shit. House oh, of Jackal. Oh, he wins. <laughs> 16. Okay. Sweet 16, never been kissed. <laughs> Go on, see. Um, I'm going to count Winchester, though I don't believe I made it all the way through. Mm. I think about 80% on that one. Yeah. We'll talk about that. I might have paid for that as well. Um, Cloverfield. Oh, Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Open House. Slenderman. True for Day. Wow. God. You've watched many more. Yeah. I, I watched some of them. Shit films this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Nun. The Meg. Terrifier. House of Jackals. Strangers 2. Bear Box, A Quiet Place, Hereditary, Halloween, and Ghost Stories. That is good going. Jonathan, can you remember yours without, without, writing a, without making a list? I can't. To be honest, I've seen a lot of the same ones. It'll probably be all the same, won't yeah, it? Yeah, Mandy, Hereditary. I didn't see Ghost Stories. I didn't see The Nun. I didn't watch Winchester. I had no interest in that. Um, good decision. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what else I watched. I wanted to see Overlords, but I never got around to it. I wanted to see that, yeah. Um, I haven't watched Suspiria. I saw Apostle. Apostle was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Suspiria as well. House of Jack built. That was really good. I watched yeah. one called Possum. I used like a UK. I'm dying to see that. Yeah. It's meant to be really good. It was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I watched the trailer for that the other night, and just the trailer made me really, really want to see it. Yeah. That's what trailers well, there was, should do. They were advertising it in the facts in, in Liverpool, and the director was going to be there. It said it was. I thought it was just to be like a live QA, just yeah. like a satellite thing, and it wasn't, he was actually there. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> well, he's promoting an independent British movie there. Yeah, so, yeah. So he'll be doing the, he'll be doing the legwork. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the Blu-ray's out soon, so yeah. maybe you might, you might get a bit more yeah. promotion for it there. Yeah. Registry, yeah. Mm. All, the, all the same as, mainly the same as us then. A lot of them. I watched Terrified as well, I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Martin had a good idea about how to separate these lists. What was it? Oh, I've got a list of Films from 2018 that I didn't see that I want to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I've split the films I've seen between meh and yay. <laughs> <laughs> meh and yay. Um, okay, so I'll see your lists, boys. What are your meh, your meh disappointing lists? I've got, like, absolute dog shit meh. Dog shit first. Dog shit first. 
Open House. It was a Netflix horror film, right. original horror film, with the guy also Thirteen Reasons. Mm. Dylan. Yeah. Something. Literally awful. Really? <laughs> Literally <laughs> awful. I tried to watch that recently, only made ten minutes, and didn't. It doesn't get better. Wow. It it's genuinely a film where I can say nothing happens, like nothing, nothing important happens. The end just is ridiculous. What you think? They they spend so much time setting up a story for it to just not be that story. The whole idea of the open house doesn't even really come into it that much. It's fucking awful. Do not watch it. Right. <laughs> Definitely do not watch then from Stephen. It's it, you know what some of the ones that have got on my list of bad are actually kind of there's one that I would say I would I'd say go and watch it because at least it was fun. Mm. But like the that was criminally boring. I saw Slenderman. Oh God. That was the worst <laughs> film, like worst made film yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I've heard all about this. I heard like, it was really cheap. Apparently, they, they had to, to copy until entire film in half. And they had to change it. it because I think they were there was talk that they were going to be sued by the family, right? Where, like the actual murder, the actual murder. So the trailer promised all this stuff to do with like child killings, and then the studio got cold feet at the last minute and cut it all out so like 90% of the trailer's not in the film and, and, and there's no like child killing storyline at all in it <laughs> yeah there's like eyes stabbing in the room mm. the trailer doesn't happen in the film right it's incoherent yeah doesn't make any sense the visuals are awful it's just genuinely terrible terribly made film some characters like disappear from the film for no there's no reason yeah. why they just because their, their, their death was filmed but they didn't want to show it so. so do you think it's actually do you think it's a bit of a shame do you think it's actually not a terribly made film and it's more a terribly I mean, presented I film I still don't think that the film that would have been released would have been, been any good yeah. from like the snippets that you do say but I still think what the fact that they even had the audacity to release this yeah. Yeah. is shocking because yeah. it was so bad. Really? Oh, God. Right, definitely don't want to see that one. Cloverfield? Oh, Cloverfield Paradox was awful. I heard all about that. It sat on a shelf unreleased for like two years because it was that bad. And then in the end, they sold it to Netflix for like $50 million or something. Wow. Because Netflix will buy any old shite. And they, they <laughs> did they a surprise drop after the Super After the Super Bowl, yeah. That's right, yeah. It like, it's released now. Yeah, it's on there now. So did they sort of take a a, pro, a project that was nothing to do with Cloverfield and slap some Cloverfield stuff onto that, it? At but the that's last what they did with the last one. That ten, the whole remit of the Cloverfield universe is just about getting you know its jobs for independent directors and getting them you know Abrams and his production company yeah. gives these people a bit of bit of a, a platform. Yeah, but the film is just terrible. It's just awful. Right. Winchester, I added in there because I don't even think I made it through. <laughs> Me and Matt made it through Winchester. Yeah. Criminally boring. Most of the pity, yeah. Don't watch it. Search out the episode of the podcast Law, yeah. which talks about the actual Ooh, story, and really? that is actually that that that's actually creepy. Mm. Yeah, because I the thing is about this is that this is such a waste of a great story. Mm, it's a real yeah. story, and it's yeah. it is a waste. so fascinating. Mm. I actually can't really remember it now. All I can remember is thinking, wow, Helen Mirren did about three days' work and mm. then took the money and ran. It's well, the widow of the, the guy who owned Winchester, isn't it? And the she, widow of the yeah. Winchester guy. So she yeah. said if, as long as she's building a house, the house, so the ghost won't get her. So she's just constantly building, building it. Building the ghosts of the people who were killed by the Winchester well, rifle wouldn't get her. Yeah. 
and it, it's such a fascinating story and the actual building because I watched the behind the scenes like, mm-hmm. thing of the building yeah. that was I think was to advertise you can the go and visit the car yeah. and that yeah. looked so fucking cool and I would love to go to that house it looks amazing but like just it's <laughs> so boring yeah like how can you have something that interesting and fuck it up yeah and then my last one on my um, bad list is Truth or Dare which is the one I would say that is actually worth going to see really Truth or Dare it, it was the least fun like it's not a good film in any way shape or form but it's not one that I was bored watching yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it yeah I'm going, to, I'm going to see The Room next month so you know that's a terrible film but The I'm Room going, I've, I've heard about it, it but yeah. I've never seen it yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Prince Charles Cinema have got it on oh, yeah. and he does direct and the main star are going to be there right yeah, cool. so you get to meet them that'd be good what was on your shit list about on your well, my list um, well films that actually people Liked, but it's meh. It's not like it's not me absolute shitless. Because if it was absolutely shit, like Open House, yeah, I haven't seen it at the cinema or have watched it. I've seen it on Netflix and given up. Yeah, so I can't even remember them half of them. Yeah, but me meh. Or is Apostle? I was drained by it. it yeah, was just, it was okay. It was, yeah. but I think I watched it very quickly after we watched The Wicker Man, which was a mistake. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a six out of ten. That was a mur for me as well. Yeah. It was a, I, I, I don't want to see it ever again. I really? Wanted, no, I don't. I don't, think you, like, I don't think you felt that strongly against it. I, I, I don't, I don't want to waste my time watching no, it again. I'd rather watch the original. Yeah. Again and again, and I do yeah. watch it again and again. I yeah. don't want to waste my time watching it again. Um, You'd lose nothing by not watching it again. No, I don't. Yeah, mean, absolutely. Um, Suspiria. No. no. It was okay. I don't think you're in the minority here, Martin. <laughs> um, bird box. I, no. Yeah. Didn't get on with it. Yeah. Um, I, I would actually rather watch, and I didn't get on with, with the, the original idea to film The Happening. Yeah. I'd rather watch The Happening than watch Bird Box. The Happening again. at least is funny. Yeah. yeah. And, as I said on Facebook, the happening didn't make me want to vomit at the end. <laughs> and and the end. I'm sorry, oh, Bird Box did. And I think that has birds flittering around at the end, which don't peck out the eyes of the main protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be maimed. I quite agree. And a contrived reunion between the Doctor and yeah. Sandra Bullock was just, it was just too sickly, yeah. saccharine. What Doctor? The doctor, the doctor, the doctor who's doing a, a pregnancy scan at the start. Was that, that who it was? Yes. The doctor she met at the end. Oh, well, <laughs> reunite just coincidentally. coincidentally. Oh, that makes me hate you even more. I'm in the blind. I'm in the school for the blind, and oh, I can see, God, and I look yeah. after the blind people because I'm a doctor. I was too. Oh God, I didn't Sorry. even realise. Right. I didn't realise it was him. Do you know why though? Because me and Ben watched the first twenty minutes hair. in America. It was hair. Yeah, she's a British actress who's played doctors. Else. She was in EO. Yeah. She was in EO. Yeah. Um, I watched the first 20 minutes with Ben in America and we both fell asleep. And then I watched the That should have been a warning. Well, but <laughs> I quite liked the opening. No, to be fair, the first. Yeah, yeah, Sarah yeah, Paulson is in the opening yeah, yeah. and I love Sarah Paulson. The minute she died, I genuinely was like, I yeah, don't think I'm going to be as interested in this film now. I knew mm. she'd probably be a cameo because she wasn't like listers and stuff. So I watched the first 20 minutes 
about three weeks ago, and then watched the rest of it the other night. So that's probably why I've forgotten the whole Doctor yeah, wink. But still. I see. I came out positive. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good concept. I think there's definitely some major flaws the way they told the story out of sync. Told you who's yeah, and just, didn't, which was just annoying. Just rude. And there's just bits that were really bad. But then there was enough in there that I liked it. And then I thought, not the very end, but there's the bit at the end where the kid... She loses the kid and she's searching for her in the thing. And I just thought it was really fucking tense. And I was genuinely, genuinely scared of that little kid. And normally I'm like, kill the kid. But I was like, oh, to survive. And but how really did you get on with the fact that she then started going, I swear I'll let you play in future. I swear I'll do this. Yeah. I'm sorry for always showing at you. Did that yeah. not make you feel the same? Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of fault. And also, I will say, as much as I came down and I said it, I really enjoyed it. Mm. It was a really good film to me. I don't feel like I'm ever going to rewatch it again. Mm. And I would still rather watch The Happening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Happening's the big winner today. <laughs> <laughs> who, thought that, who would have predicted six months ago that we'd be saying that now? It's Brexit. It's Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what else was on your map? So, yeah, don't believe the, the bird box hype bird watch bath. any of that. Yeah. Horror, just watch that happening. Um, <laughs> and the other was Strangers Pray, Pray at Night. Uh, uh, that no. was, yeah, that was sort of pointless, yeah. really. I really watched watch Strangers. I can't, I can't get, I, I can't understand why you like it, Stephen. <laughs> Can you please explain to me why you like it? Because, let's put any pressure on you. A, it's got an amazing soundtrack. Like, amazing. And the use of music throughout it is great. And I love anything that uses music in a fun way. So, I love the man getting trapped in the car and the killer getting into the car next to him, flicking through the radio station and choosing to stab him to death to Kim Wilde, Cambodia. Genius. I mean, any any excuse to listen to Kim Wilde is always a good thing, I suppose. And I loved the scene with the swimming pool where it was total eclipse to heart. And he's chasing him. Through. I thought that was going to be better after the way you described it. I thought this is going to be boss, and it was like I've seen it all before. I just loved the way as he dipped in and out of the water, the music changed how it was hidden, and that's mm-hmm. what I liked that effect mm. of being above water for the sound and then being below the water and yeah. it went echoey. And I just thought that was a really effective use. And then I just thought some of it was really creepy. I still mm. jumped at the bit that was in the fucking trailer where she appears out of nowhere in the pipe. None of it scared me remotely. I think and that I was my issue. Them. My issue was that I was not scared one bit throughout it. I think... <clears throat> I think it plays to my tastes a lot because I do love the original. Mm. And then, yes, just took the original, sped it up and put an 80s soundtrack on it, so I wasn't mm. going to complain. Yeah. I'll complain. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a teenage for the 80s, loved the 80s music, but it just didn't work for me. Mm. Didn't it? Music can, music can work really, really well in films and can really make a film. It felt contrived. Yeah. 80s music is a great thing for us to put in a film because it'll make it seem, seem like it's a bit edgy because it's, it's music from 30 years ago and <laughs> the kids all love 80s music. I and it was just... It was... Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're coming for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming for you. I'm I'm coming for you he got really offended the other day when I was slagging bird bath off on Facebook. He <laughs> like, sent me a meme saying he hated me or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, my experience is all about Stephen. 
Your views are a pile of shit. <laughs> they mean nothing. They mean nothing. Um, <laughs> just at me next time. <laughs> I'd rather just watch The Strangers. Okay, well, my Met list is, is um, Winchester, The Strangers, The Meg. The Meh. <laughs> <laughs> that made it from my from my worst list into my list. Yeah, it's, it was just like, I was hoping it would be at least um, a bit more raucous and bawdy and a bit more... Um, was it no-go no shark? It was, it was, it was no-go shark. <laughs> Jason Statham is like a plank of wood. Mm. Yeah, yes. And I don't even fancy him. Um, there was like a cutesy, horrible child in it that kept mm. having cutesy, horrible dialogue. Mm. Uh, and then there was a scene towards the end that was a bit like the Piranha Massacre at the beach during spring break only if it was made for Hallmark Channel yeah. <laughs> there was no blood or anything it was just because then the, the certificate got dropped down to a 12 at the last minute didn't 12, it? I think it, you could sort of tell that they maybe had gone in on one level yeah. and then it, it had to be changed to another level so yeah. I think you know give them the due they it's, were probably setting out to make a bit of a more yeah there's probably not, there's probably an unrated version out there somewhere isn't there that's probably not a not bad film but if it's still got that dialogue in it then yeah. I, I still don't want to see it see I went into it it was I went to see in the pictures and I wanted just like a brain dead stupid film that I was just gonna sit there with me popcorn and enjoy and it ticked the boxes for that it was not good yeah but I wasn't disappointed for me cinema being it's a soft man yeah, a soft me, a soft me, a soft me. No <laughs> Definitely no ghost shark. Watch ghost shark instead. Yeah. Do you know what my episode about bad films is fucking doing well today? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I'm Apostle again, a bit meh. I, I did enjoy quite a bit of it, but it took too long. It took to too get, long to and get there. They spoiled the whole thing by throwing in that subplot, that love story subplot. Yeah. Thing. Didn't, it wasn't needed. They could have sped it up a little bit. Yeah. Just having more, have it ironically more like the Wicker Man and just yeah, just trim some of the fat. There's a lot of Netflix coming out. I think Netflix films and Ben made the point the other week and he he made it really innocently and wasn't actually being shady. He genuinely thought the Bird's Box from what we watched was a pilot for a TV series. Mm. He he didn't know it was a film, and I feel like a lot of Netflix stuff that's coming out isn't strong enough as a feature film. It doesn't. Mm. It's not. There's not enough effort yeah. gone into to the filmmaking and, and how it's presented and stuff. Yeah. It does. There's, there's no differentiation between that and a new TV series. Yeah. I think the thing with Netflix is that they pump the pumping they out so, so much, so much money in it, don't they? But it's like they they're not looking at the quality of what the actual film is before they put all this money behind it. So it's like. Some of them are coming out and they're fucking great, and then mm. the majority are coming out, and it's like they've got these big budgets behind them for the TV thing, mm. and it's just not worth it. Yeah, and the machine behind it all is so huge that there's actually very little way of distinguishing between what is good and what is bad without mm-hmm. actually watching it. You mm-hmm. don't, there's no actual genuine benchmark, so actually, lots of good stuff gets gets lost yeah I've watched a couple not films but I've watched a couple of series on Netflix which haven't had particularly mm. very big profile and they've been lost and yeah. I think god actually they're, they're far superior to lots yeah. of the stuff yeah. that's had lots of it's lots of, lots of attention yeah. Isn't it? They're doing they do that strange thing, don't they? Where a film will come out and it's it's only gotta have the word horror in it mm. uh, in the description of it and so, suddenly BuzzFeed and other kinds of people will will put um 
articles out saying it's the scariest thing you've ever seen and you yeah. won't make it through it without, what was without that shitting yourself. Veronica was that Veronica. another one? Bird Box is another one that's yeah. saying all this stuff about that. That as you say, it's like the hype machine behind it all is is so damaging to the actual films. I mean, I assume, I assume Netflix is paying for those articles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but there's no they're not genuine, they're not gen- no. There's no, there's no editorial control mm. about what articles are produced about those yeah. films at all. It's yeah. just money making. Yeah, but also those type of places that that you're talking about, the ones that the mass public are going to see just flooded out of the Facebook or not people whose opinions are trusted in any way, shape or form anyway, even if they weren't being paid. Yeah. What's this? Unilad thinks this is the scariest film yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to call that Lads Net, but I think that's something else. <laughs> 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 From a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Lads Net told me to watch Veronica. Um, <laughs> and then also on my Met list is Cam. Yeah. Which I again, saw, I saw very hyped up. What about did you? Oh. No, I didn't. Re- I didn't really see that much hype behind it. I just it was just one of these. I was it was just a new Netflix film, so I thought I'd give it a watch. Yeah, it was. Was Cam the one with the webcam? But she's yeah. being deep. What's oh, it called? Deep fake. Deep faked. Well, it's it's kind of to do with that. Yeah, deep fakes. It's like they're basically putting they were putting celebrities into porn films using this deep fake technology. But in this, they basically steal a whole life. Yeah. Once they've got enough, sorry, spoilers. But um, but once they've got enough footage of you, and once they've got enough of your data, they can just clone you, basically. Yeah. Shut up. Was that what that was about? Yeah. I thought it was haunted. Well, they never, <laughs> they never really explained it. John told me what it was, and I was like, ah, right. See, I thought it. it was a ghost. Or no, 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 no. That te- the, the thing I found interesting is that technology is probably quite close to, for, to actually do that. If you look at articles about deepfakes, it, it's... I think Jordan Peele actually did an I've heard of, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. He did an interesting one on Obama. I just didn't realise himself what he was So that technology, it's interesting because that's quite close to happening, yeah. almost. That, that happening? Should we just watch the happening? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a great film, but I that, it's, interesting, it's interesting at least. I enjoyed the bits where she like killed herself on camera. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, she kept doing stuff where by she she's getting viewers to pay if they give her more credit, she'll cut okay. her own throat, and everyone's like, "Do it, do it, cut your own throat, stab yourself in the tits," you know all this sort of wow. stuff. Um, but the first time she does it, it's but, really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, but like I think I was expecting it to go somewhere that was dark and surprised me, whereas it sort of baffled me a little bit. Yeah, and also left me feeling a little bit like, nah, you know, Did I wasn't that bothered. It didn't Did really it, go anywhere. Yeah. It just kind of like yeah, went, she just started kind of, on a path and then didn't quite get to yeah. where the path was going. She just kind of she got a, a compact in. She like smashed herself in the face. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, and then she has a make makeover at the end. It's like oh, solve with a makeover. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. No, I think it wasn't terrible. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it was at least interesting. I yeah. Think. yeah. If you know about that technology and you know about what's going on, it's, it's yeah. interesting. It reminded me of Susan in Desperate Housewives doing the um, webcam cleaning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any more mess? Uh, the nun I put in my mess. Oh, yeah, have we discussed the nun? I think we mentioned that we had to say, but we didn't fully discuss Because I didn't know whether you liked it or not. So you were a bit meh or you hated it? I was, I enjoyed it, but it uh, didn't quite, not enough to be on my like best of the year mm-hmm. kind of category. I thought it was a good fun, a lot more than what, I think the consensus is that everybody hates it. Yeah, I just it, don't It see. does get slagged off, doesn't it? It I've gets seen, slagged it, off a lot. I don't think it's as bad as what 
people say it is. I think it's, it's exactly what you think it's going to be for that film. I rewatched it on the plane. And then I'm also going to buy it on Blu-ray. Because <laughs> I think it's just because it's a bit of an underdog. It's just really daft, really camp. Yeah. It's like if you made a Hammer Horror now, it would be the nun. And I also thought that the way it looked, a lot of the themes of it and the story, if that was directed by Michelle Soavi in 1988 and was on VHS, all of the people who hate it mm. would be fucking jizzing over it now <laughs> and trying to buy all of these box, <laughs> steel box versions yeah. of it. Um, when are you going to bring out the nun? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it, there's a real double standard because yeah. it's just a trashy, daft film. Yeah, yeah. it is. There's, there's definitely a lot of merit to it and it was yeah. fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I just don't think it was like a cinematic masterpiece, so that's why it's not in the top. And I think that's why I like it. Yeah, it's on too. my yay list. Yeah. It's on my yay list. <laughs> because for all the reasons it got slept off, it didn't try to be anything mm-hmm. other than what it was. Yeah. It wasn't trying to be. And I think I can understand why you might be underwhelmed by it, but I think because... I went. I hadn't actually read that much about it. I'd seen the posters, and John had given me a bit of a heads up that it was a bit trashy. And I think because I went open minded, I think okay, it's gonna be a bit trashy. I really, I appreciate it. Like I'd appreciate watching, a, mm. you know, a traditional hammer. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought. I think it. It was. I did debate putting it into me, the best of the year list. I did really enjoy it, but. I was just like, when I looked at the other films that I've got in my best category, I was like, does it match up to them? Mm, mm. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still undecided on a lot of my bests because I do think that 2018 was a year of hype. Yeah. So much so, hype so much so hype. many films. And I, and there was a lot of, dis- I was disappointed in a lot of them. Yeah. Honest. What was your, because uh, we'll be in all night, so we go through them one by mm. one. What was your ultimate disappointment? <laughs> Uh, possibly hereditary, I think, because it was just bigged up so much as in like you know the smart horror film you've been yeah. waiting for, and you're like fuck off. Yeah, you know smart calling. You know it's this thing again. I'm above horror. I'm gonna allow myself to make a horror film. Yeah. It's like fuck off. If you don't make a horror film, just don't bother. Yeah, that's yeah. only wants to. Yeah, and, See, I, I, and I, that attitude annoys me. Yeah, I loved it, but actually since. It and people still going on about it is making me hate it. Yeah. yeah. And I really did enjoy it, so it's kind of annoying. I was left a little bit cold by it, but I did enjoy a lot of it. Uh, but when it finished, I automatically thought, I want to watch it again on my own and just, just mm. watch it with mm. no expectations and just, just you know, um, appreciate it and just sort of see it as just as a film on its own and come, come away from it with an honest reaction and see what I think of it. And um, I enjoyed it more the second yeah, time. I enjoyed it more the second time. I think it's actually a really well-made film and it's it's, it's quite beautifully put together. The acting's really good. Um, but I think the problems I had with it the first time around are still hard. Like, I didn't like the whole... The way... The, the exposition dumps. The exposition dumps, the way it veered off into daft Rosemary's Baby horror mm. in a way that I've seen done better by yeah. Rosemary's Baby and other things. Um but there's some powerful, powerful moments, and like it was, it did have obviously the scene that everyone knows, but it was probably the most jaw dropping moment that I've seen in cinema for a while where I just was not expecting something. Spoiler where, where the kids' head gets knocked off. Yeah. Kids' heads get knocked say, off. The, the character that they hyped up, yeah. Psycho style, yeah. just gets bumped off. Yeah, and I do, I, I like that about Shocking. The, I like that about the 
campaigned for it that they made you think it was going to be a film about this kid and yeah, this evil kid and it's a creepy kid film but yeah. coming back and, and then she gets and then smashed off that, you know that's interesting yeah yeah. You're a hereditary family. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The Known and Hereditary, I think, are my joint number one for the film. Wow, I love that. I've got a joint number one, but definitely not. I think Halloween was probably a little bit, dis- bit of a disappointment for me as well. Yeah. It yeah. was someone who'd watched Halloween once and didn't really get what made Halloween good, but then tried to make a Halloween film anyway. Yeah. It, it There was maybe one scene that kind of captured the essence of what Halloween was, and the rest of it was just a, like a poor pantomime of yeah. Halloween, yeah. really. I enjoyed the 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 stuff the stuff that I the stuff that I enjoyed and Halloween made up for the stuff that I didn't. Mm. So for me, I wasn't disappointed by it. I did really like it, um, but I was still coming out of it with like this thing in my head of the things I'd take out and how I'd change it and stuff. Mm. So it definitely wasn't a perfect film in any way, but I did really enjoy the good stuff in it. So mm. It didn't it didn't disappoint me. It's definitely on my A list. Um, was it quiet place this year? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Early on, was it like February? Was it something like uh, that? Yeah. I'm getting, I was just thinking, it was that long ago. So, where's your top two then? Um, actually, no, I think I've got a top three. I've got to choose between my top three. Go on. So, Ghost Stories. Yeah. Um, House That Jack Built. Oh, yes, yes. And Terrifier. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was early as well, wasn't it? It's a good mix. They were my three favourites. Yours? I couldn't pick. If I had to pick one. I don't know. It's between Mandy or House of Jackals. One of those two, I think. They just—it's like they're films made because they want to make a film. It's not about making money for a studio. Yeah. This is—I've got a piece of art. I've got a story I want to tell you, and I don't care. I don't really care if you yeah. like it. I don't care yeah. if you hate it. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what the studio thinks. I can't imagine either of those films made much money. God, no. Has any has any Lars von Trier film made any I, money? I, I wouldn't have thought I don't so. Think so. <laughs> Yeah. So, so for me, you know, that's that's what films should be. It's it's about art at the end of the day. It's not. The, yeah, the art of filmmaking yeah. is the yeah. yeah. That's why you appreciate it about them. Yeah, and I'd say House of Jack Bills is just it's just on another level of yeah. fucked yeah. up. <laughs> so Martin hasn't seen it, have you? I haven't. It's on my list of things I'd like to see. We three went to see the House of Jack Built, and um, you probably it was a one off show. It was a one off show, and if you're a regular follower of us on Twitter and stuff, then you'll you'll have seen like I put I tweeted a photograph of our faces after we'd seen it. Mm-hmm. We were all like beaming little horror fans, <laughs> like, smiling away, horrified. Um, my top would be between Mandy and um, Ghost Stories. Now that you've said it. Yeah, that's on Netflix now, isn't it? Ghost it stories. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, ghost stories for me captured the essence of British horror. Yeah, in a way that a lot of things don't anymore. It was very old fashioned, but I like that. It's the kind of film that I could see myself watching on my Christmas rotation with yeah. Ghost Stories for Christmas and League of Gentlemen Christmas mm. Special. Um, and it kind of disappeared under the wake of under the uh, shadow of A Quiet Place. Um, it sort of didn't match up to the box office figures or the reviews really it got good reviews at Ghost Stories but it did sort of vanish a little bit yeah I don't think it got the the actual love that I think it deserves uh, yeah I think it, I, I wonder if it's going to be one of those films that in a few years time it'll be respected more I hope so and I think for me it's for an anthology film it's one of the rare examples where I think there's parts of the you know the wraparound story that were probably the best bit, like especially during the second story where you see that um that lad hmm. who's 
from the end of the world. Dead. What does it called? He was in a TV yeah. series. Um, end of the fucking end world. Of the fucking world. world. Yeah. And just that entire segment where you see him in his house and there's knocking at the door and everything is just probably my favourite bit of cinema for like this year. It's incredible. It's beautifully done. So scary. Because they're just in a normal house. It's not even a gothic house. No. And you're, te- you're scared the whole and time. And he just, his acting is perfect. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. Paul Whitehouse, I love Paul Whitehouse's segment in it with the doll, hmm. um, and um, when he's the like night watchman, I loved. I just loved everything about it. Um, I didn't think it was a perfect film, like the third section with the rich guy with the with the baby, the ghost of the baby. Just like, it kind of left me a bit cold, but everything else, even the twist at the end, worked for me. Yeah. It was horrendous. The, that um, Barty, the baby thing, hmm. was just so dark and so grotesque and the stuff of nightmares So and I went to see it twice yeah, so that for me and Mandy um, uh, I realised I've watched it once a month since it came out <laughs> 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 yeah and I want to watch it again um, Mandy was insane completely unique film a complete mind boggler but I found the emotion and it was really moving mm. I, f- I found I found the performances were amazing Nicolas Cage and Andrea Riseborough. Andrea Riseborough. Oh, Madonna Connection. Oh, Madonna Connection for today. All the <laughs> Yes. Um, I found it to be, I know it polarised with a lot of people, but it was just beautiful. I loved the way it looked. I loved um, I loved the soundtrack. I still listen to it now mm. um, by Johan Johansson, who, who I think died before it came out. Yeah. He's apparently, in, there's a bit of a controversy because he's ineligible for um, an Oscar nomination or something, isn't he? Because he's dead. No, no, I think there was some weird technicality that wasn't because it went on to streaming services too fast or something. That's ridiculous. And then that's why a lot of Michael Moore, his documentaries weren't eligible for Oscars, were they? Because he released them straight, he released them too soon. Yeah. It, has to, it has to have like a limited theatrical run right. before it goes to yeah. video or something. I don't know the technicalities, but it's something like that. But the absolute balls of Mandy and the insanity of it was balanced out by a lot of heart and feeling, I yeah. thought. Um, and I found it a really involving experience. Um, and mm. I loved watching Martin watch it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still feel like my head is mixed up by every time I think about the film. I think, fuck, somebody's got a spoon in my head. Stir my brain around. So I think, yeah, I do need... It's on... It's, Mandy and Ghost Stories are the other t- are the other two films in my top three. Yeah. So like yeah, Hereditary and another joint joint number one. The next two are Mandy and Ghost Stories. Yeah. Mandy it I don't it's I don't know. It just it's drawing me back to it and I want to watch it again because <laughs> I just I don't know if it's gonna send me more <laughs> um unhinged or will make more sense or both of those things at the same time. Um, Maybe we should and have... ghost stories because it's just it's a it's a yeah it's a marvelous film. There's some just uh, without wanting to sound pretentious, there's some absolutely exquisite moments in it, and that what you've just described around the lad in the house is just it's just a, it's a, it's it's no perfect. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I think that scene alone just made it stay on the top mm-hmm. for me. Even if the the third act was a bit yeah, yeah. but still wasn't awful. No. Just wasn't as strong as what had come before her. Totally. Um, but yeah, Terrifier as well is my other choice. I mm-hmm. think it's just an effective film. It's gross. Like cutting a woman in half is just amazing. 
from a fanny we, down. We did an episode about that. I've done yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah, totally. And I'm loving now that it's getting all the name transphobic backlash because it's not transphobic. No. He never once pretends to be trans or a woman. No. <laughs> or anything. He's it's just. It's, I feel like it was more like Marilyn Manson phobic. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He wears a dead woman's tits. Dead woman's tits and her scalp with a wig on. Yeah. And then prances around. If anything, I would say drag. It's a game. It's drag. It's like shallow needles. Yeah. And I am totally there for it because I thought it was fucking fabulous. Was and fabulous. I wanted to be him in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it was probably one of the best scary clown films I've ever seen. Yeah, it's good for the budget. You can see it's low budget, but for what the for the budget they had mm. to work with, I think it, it is effective. It's a good film. It's definitely one of those films. I think. Oh, let's watch that again. Yeah, there's some clever, there's some good writing, and you know the yeah. scenes. I think. Yeah. The, the in the pizza, the little pizza parlor at the start. Yeah. yeah. Some, some I subjected good stuff. Terry to this the other day as yeah. well. He hated it. Did he? Well, that's always a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and honorary mention, how's the Jack built? I think. I think once. Martin's seen it we should actually do an episode on it because yeah. we need to discuss it properly but that's one of the few films in the last f- I don't know how many years that horrified me <laughs> yeah. to the point where I, there was a scene that I couldn't I just couldn't look at I kept looking down and was like oh no no I no, 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 no I can't I can't do that I can't do that um, yeah. actually yeah I was we were saying Hereditary had the jaw dropping moment but no I take that back this <laughs> had the jaw dropping fucking moment <laughs> All, all, all I would say about a house that Jack built is if you crave the days of Cannibal Holocaust and even a Serbian film, mm. that kind of horrendous, oh my God, did they just go there, sort of filmmaking. Yeah. But in a good film. Yeah. A really yeah. good film. In a, in a well-made good film. With a bizarre, fucked up last half an hour where you're like, is this really happening? Yeah. But it's still good, I'm still going with it. Then, then watch That's the house of cool Jack imagery. Yeah, yeah. just makes then stock footage, fair enough. I love it. Of his own films. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyway. For people who haven't seen it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So there you go. So that's that's why I'd recommend that anyway. But um, I think all in all, 2018, good year. Are we excited yeah. about 2019? I don't know, yeah. I can't remember. I, I, I did look up what, what's to come, but I, think... I am looking forward to the new um, Dingo film, Jordan Beale. Us. Us. Just because. Mm. I think probably a little bit tacky of a cliche trailer, but at the same time, I like the trailer. Fucking great! Yeah, it's a good trailer. I thought it was, yeah, just a great use of music again. Yeah, yeah, and it might not be as good as what you think it's. What that's gonna be? I think it's gonna be so overhyped Mm. already, but the trailer did get me hyped. So yeah, there's a couple of films on my want to see list from 2018, which have come. Just come onto Netflix and to Amazon Prime, which were on the Rotten Tomatoes horror films twenty eighteen list. And one um, is a French film, which is the night the night eats the world, yeah. which is a zombie film. That's meant to be quite that's good. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. Just come on Netflix. My brother's okay. seen that. He enjoyed enjoyed it. French. Yeah, yeah. about a, it's about a fella trapped in an apartment. He wakes up. He's trapped in an apartment. There's been a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, he's at a party and then the world's ended around him and he's stuck in this apartment. Oh, I've also watched my first really bad film of the year, which was, um, what was it called? Escape Room? It's a Netflix horror film. <laughs> 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 Once again, not for Netflix, yeah. but don't fucking watch it because it's like 
basically it's saw but not as fun. Oh, I've less seen sense. Yeah, yeah. saw it, and from the photograph, I thought, why they just doing another saw? The other film is one that's probably slips under the radar because people thought it was a period film, but it's more a bit of a ghost film, sort of. The Little Stranger, which is an adaptation of a Sarah Waters book. It's her first, it's her last book that she wrote, and it's the first one she wrote that doesn't have um, lesbian under or overtones. Right. (laughs) There's no lesbianism or anything in it. Um, It's about a house. Did you see The Handmaiden? That was quite good. There's a Korean yeah. adaptation of that. Really um, so Little Strangers on the Rotten Tomatoes horror list, and I wanted to see it, but it was it got a very limited. It got lots and lots of reviews, but the cinemas just didn't show it. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime, so I'm intrigued by that because I like mm. the book. Oh, okay, cool. And it's a ghost story type thing. So, yeah, I can't say too much. Cool. Good one to spoil it. Um, and I haven't done my homework so I don't know what's, what's to come in 2019 that I'm excited about but if 2018 is, is anything to go by I think we're in for a good time I think for better or worse horror is massive again with the mainstream yeah, audience is. so it means that if we're going to get trash like the known if we're going to get crap like Truth or Dare or if we're going to get elevated horror like Suspiria yeah. um, either way we're going to get interesting films to go and watch yeah. and yeah. do lots of podcasts I, about so it's a good it's a good thing I think this year was weird because a lot of stuff came late on like Mandy How to Jackbolt and Possum all came out in like the, the tail end of the yeah. year and then just like some of them stole the show yeah. they stole they pulled the rug from under everyone yeah totally there you go. So, um, exciting year ahead. Thank you for sticking with us through t- 2018 and stick with us for 2019. I promise that we're going to have a lot of horror-y, review-y, <laughs> query, <laughs> fun. <laughs> um, so if you want to get hold of me, I'm on Twitter, at Johnny Larkin. You can get Jonathan Butler. Uh, Cthulhu 502. Stephen Moore. HD99. Get Martin. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Martin is in a foul mood, everybody. Um, also, um, we're on Facebook as well, so give us a give us a like on Facebook. Just search for Screaming Queens with a Z, um, and you can get us on there. And um, yes, we will be back in a couple of weeks with our first proper episode of 2019. Goodbye.